Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go racing here at Knoxville. Only the best go three up. It is showtime at Williams Grove Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, here at Eldora Speedway, it's showtime. It's time to sit back, relax, and enjoy, because ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime! Set to do battle for 30 laps, the green flag is waving! Hello again, it is Wing Nation, presented by Sage Fruit. Talking sprint car racing, our favorite time of the week, and we are so glad that you have joined us. Steve Post, joined by the return of Aaron Evernham. How are you? <laughs> Welcome good. back. I'm good, how are you? Fantastic, fantastic. Aaron was on special assignment last week. Yes. We appreciate Justin Fiedler sitting in. You're going to be on special assignment for the next couple of weeks, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, tough time of year. Oh, brutal traveling. time. Brutal time. <laughs> but no, I'm in the same, same boat with kids and family yeah. and, and holiday or uh, holidays. Well, we have a holiday coming up. Well, you had a big birthday this uh, week. That yeah. was all out there. Yeah, I mean, it was crazy, crazy stuff. So it's all good. It's all good. But, uh, yeah, we appreciate Justin Fiedler filling in, and uh, Justin does a great job. And uh, we're back at it. And. Boy, one thing that's not taking a holiday is the volume of sprint car racing. I was just thinking that. I mean, you know, I, I was in Florida this past week, and all it did was rain. And I look, and like, it, racing happened everywhere around the country this weekend. Well, I made decisions, bad decisions, over the last <laughs> couple of weeks. And I had things going on where initially I was going to go to a few days of Ohio Speed Week. And then that was kind of like, well, I'm not sure I can do that. And then... Well, maybe I'll go to Pennsylvania Speed Week. Well, I'm not trying to do that. I'm just going to stay close to home. Yeah. Okay. Well, I did get Millbridge in this past weekend, but this coming week, I'm close to home. And uh, already tonight's plan with the summer shootout, I was going to go to Southern National on Thursday. That's been rained out, and I'm waiting to hear on Friday. Yeah. Stuff. The yeah. weather around here this week is. Oh, it's just not good <laughs> a little, at all. A little crazy. So, not good at all. But the good news is, is we've got sprint cars all over the country. And let's get right into it. Our Hefner Racing Product Hot Topics. All-Star Circuit of Champions, what is it, Tuesday now? They're probably caught up a little bit on their rest and everything. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Um, Ohio Speed Week uh, wrapped up with a Dean Niddle Memorial. I'm wearing my Dean Niddle shirt. Um, Jeff, his son, sent me this shirt. I love it. I love what they do, what he does for this. I mean, not only was it $22,554 to win, but there's so much money all the way through, lap money and everything. I mean, it's eight hundred dollars if you finish eighth in the B main and do the hokey pokey on the front stretch. You know, I mean, it's just like Jeff is so good at that. And what's what always cracks me up about it is is that we're on Tuesday and he's already in day three of building next year's event. He's yeah. already puts it to the purse and everything else. And that's why so, what makes the great that, event. It's what it really does. And then you throw in the racing. Oh my gosh, yeah. that was bonkers. That was. Four different drivers leading. Brent Marks, second straight year, he's won this race. But uh, and it wrapped up speedway uh, speed weeks. Tyler and, and again with 
flat tires and people dropping out and everything. Yeah. This went right down. They had to actually do the math, and it came out to a tie. Tyler Courtney and Buddy Coford. Buddy is in the in the Vermeer 55, yeah. first runs in that car, and he goes out. Courtney won the tiebreaker, and he won it on the basis of that messy night at Wayne, mm. at Wayne County when they opted to make it just show-up points when the track was really bad. Tyler Courtney opted to race and win that night, and that gave him the tiebreak. Huh. Just right. that, that fascinates me the way that that played out. And, and, and it fascinates me in a good way, bad way. I don't know what yeah. happened at Wayne. I mean, I don't know. But it's it's ironic to me that, that, that the tiebreaker was a win, and Sunshine's own, the only win between the two of them was Sunshine, and it was at Wayne County that night that was a rough, rough night. Yeah. So get out there and go, because that might, if he doesn't yeah. get that, I don't know how it all breaks down after that. Six races were completed of the eight. I love this. Courtney won at uh, Wayne County. Um, Brent Marks won. Zeb Wise, Danny Dietrich, Tim Schaefer. Our good buddy. And Sam Hayfertip Jr. Sam won. Yeah, at, at Eldora. Eldora. And which just kind of dropped in. And we know Sam's like a world-class racer, but it's not been world-class results lately. Yeah. And then you just drop into Eldora in the final tune-up before yeah. the million yeah. and just park it on the front stretch. Now, Rico, Rico was being Rico and had a flat tire. Yeah. Um, but still. But still, yeah. Um, and Schaefer winning, I, I as soon as I saw this, I died. Oh. <laughs> I died. Because my one and only trip to Atomic ended up staying in the same hotel that Tim Schaefer did. He was driving Tony Stewart's 14 car. Oh, they yeah. On an R&D and you're mission speaking Aliquippa by the end well, of the Well, yes. We met at an Applebee's in the parking lot. And Tim somehow convinced the woman tending bar to sell us a 12-pack of beer, and we proceeded to drain that 12-pack in the parking lot between there and the hotel that was right there. And uh, we were speaking Aliquippa, Mm -hmm. and I love Tim Schaefer to death, and I was so happy to see him. A great article in Area Auto Racing News about Tim from a week or two back. Lenny Sammons did a great article on how... Uh, Tim, you know, it's it's been a little bit rough sledding, but he's with Brian Grove, and they feel like they got some momentum going, and yeah. that was before this win. And so, uh, love it. Absolutely love it. So, All-Stars, great, great job with your Speed Week, for sure. King of the West Series, the fastest four-day in motorsports, Thursday through Saturday. Um, this was all Corey Day. We're going to talk to Corey on the program. He won yeah. three of the four races up through Oregon and up until Washington. He's on fire. Yeah, he's on fire. He really is. And they're racing a... Just a one-off race tonight at Skagit, a tune-up race tonight at Skagit. Yeah. And then they get into the Dirt Cup this coming weekend, 62000 to win. So we'll talk to Corey Day here on the program. World of All on NOS Energy Drink, Sprint Cars, the Jim J.B. Boyd Memorial. Friday night, Gio Selzy survived a last-lap slider by David Gravel to get his win, first win of his rookie mm-hmm. season. Saturday night, it was Sheldon. Uh, he, Sheldon is four for five at Beaver Dam. It's impressive. Yeah, it really is. 33rd career victory. It was a $20,000 win. Um, and it's been a weird year for Sheldon. Yeah. Because you could look, you could you could take the results and list. And there are some nights you start here and some nights you start there. Yeah. And it's just, now it's going to be interesting because last year he won at Houston's on the big night. He could yeah. turn things Man, around in a big a, way. He, yeah, that was a great race. That was amazing. Yeah. So he could turn things around in a great way, although he picked up the win. You know, it's like turn things around, and it's it's weird. Yeah. Uh, it depends on the night with Sheldon. And I love this. And 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 we're we're going to talk to Doug Johnson 
uh, a lot about the high the Houston high, Houston high bank, but their tracks were part of something this week, the border battle. And I love that these tracks did this yeah. non-sanctioned, just race. Friday night, Minnesota, Jackson. Saturday night, Knoxville, Iowa. Sunday, Houston, South Dakota, $10,000 to win each race. I like that. I really like that a lot. And I'm going to ask Doug about that, even though it's we're, we want to talk a lot the high banks, uh, because Jackson and Houston are, are Todd and his tracks. Yeah. Mark Dobmeyer, Davey Heskin, and Ayrton Jennedin won. So the money got spread around, too, pretty good. And our buddy Dobmeyer goes over there to Jackson and takes the money, doesn't he? And this story is just great. Uh, so Jeremy Elliott did an interview with Troy Wagaman Jr. Um, got a call about... Ten days ago, from Mike Hefner to jump in the number twenty-seven car, mm-hmm. okay, or seventy-two car, seventy-two car, right? seventy-two, now, seventy-two yeah. car, yeah. Um, first race out was Lincoln, June tenth. He finished second. Rolls into Williams Grove this past Friday night. Wins first career win at Williams Grove. Goes back to Lincoln and finishes fourth on Saturday night. Not shabby. And his interview with Jeremy, he says, "If they'll have me back." And it's like, Mike, Mike Hefner, you get second, first, and yeah. fourth. Mike Hefner is likely to have you back, son. <laughs> um, they're actually, and they're actually, because then you get into the, oh, they're going to be wanting to watch Speed Weeks. Um, Troy, and his fa- Troy and his father and a crew chief are managing this. They all have real jobs. And despite the temptation, they are sticking to what their original plan for Speed Week was with, I think, four of the races. Mm-hmm. Um Two Lincolns, one Williams Grove, one Port, or, or five, maybe two Williams Grove, yeah. whatever it is. But um, really, really cool story. I love seeing that. First time winner up at Williams Grove. When you get one there, you've you've accomplished something. Mm-hmm. So there you have it, our Hefner Racing product. Hot Topics, Hefner Racing Products, an easy-to-shop website. Yeah, their website is fantastic. www.hrpracing.com from desktop to right on your phone. And Aaron, they've got a deal. They sure do. First time online orders use promo code MRN at checkout for 10% off your first order. So there you have it. Hefner Racing Products, www.hrpracing.com. And I know my buddy Jeff and everybody from there rolled the red carpet out for the World of Outlaws all last week up in Wisconsin. It was really cool to see. Uh, Jeff had some stuff with some of the teams stopping by and restocking their wings and restocking their, their their trailers and getting all the latest gizmos and gadgets that they have up there. They do a great job. So HRP Racing Products. All right. So Doug Johnson coming up later in the program. Corey Day joins us on the Sage Fruit Hotline next. The Outlaws are headed back to the Pacific Northwest. Join us for three action-packed nights of racing August 31st, September 1st and 2nd at Skagit Speedway when the world of outlaw NOS energy drink sprint cars return for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals. Kickoff for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals begins Wednesday, August 30th with a pre-race party, live band, Sage Fruit Apple giveaways, and more. Then catch Donnie Shots and the rest of the world of outlaws as they take on Washington's best sprint car drivers Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Details at SkagitSpeedway.com. Dirt Empire Magazine is the ultimate dirt track racing only magazine in the world. Featuring interviews, opinions, event photos, tech, and 100% racing action. Each issue includes late models, modified sprint cars, and more. Big event photos from the best photographers in the sport. And great one-on-one interviews with the top drivers as well as grassroots racers. Pick up a copy of Dirt Empire Magazine today at select tractor supply stores or other area retailers. Or get your subscription today at DirtEmpireMagazine.com. Man, oh man, we have talked about this. We had Jim Allen on last week. Um, Justin mm-hmm. and I had Jim Allen on, and he talked about the fastest four days in motorsports and really talked about all of the great things happening in California. 
and uh, and and on the west coast uh, yeah. we we we've fallen in the category of calling this california but now we need to move it to west coast yep. because what's happening up north is good as well and joining us from up north is a man who had a really 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 good <laughs> fastest four days in motorsports three wins and a second place finish Corey day joins us on the sage fruit hotline hello Corey. how are you i'm doing good how are you we are well we are well it has to be to to roll into new places, new towns, four straight nights, do so well. It's got to be very rewarding as a young race car driver. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, you know, we've been a little a little bit cold to say the least. Um, you know, uh, the past I'd say month. You know, we started off the year really good, and uh, you know, just been running. Ran second, ran uh, didn't run good one night at Placerville, and um, you know we just kind of struggled a little bit. But um, you know we we got to go to the Midwest and um, run a high limit race and run the Knoxville, the Outlaws for two nights, and um, I think that you know that just really helps coming back out west when um, you know you get to get to race on those guys level out there and. Um, you know, you ha- you got to use your car a lot better too. So, um, you come back home and the places that, you know, you're, uh, a little more comfortable with and, um, you kind of, kind of just can, uh, can just roll around, roll around better and, you know, run a, run a faster pace. Cause you're used to, you know, what the, what the outlaw guys, and those guys out, out there run. Yeah, absolutely, Corey. You know, every driver we talk to about whether it's Pennsylvania, Midwest, when they go run with the outlaws for a bit and come home, there's always that little extra level or level of pace. Corey, in your interviews uh, in Victory Lane, I guess three of the four nights, you give a lot of credit to Shane Bowers. I wanted to talk about your relationship with him and how you guys have really started to click. And he has such a a long list of experience. I know he's been on the the tour with the outlaws. And what is that like? What is that relationship like with him? and, And how has that helped you? Um, you know, I, I definitely think it's helped me a lot. Like you said, with Shane's, um, his experience with being on the road for a long time and, um, you know, just his, his knowledge of a race car is, is, uh, is crucial. And, um, yeah, I mean, um, our relationship's really good. Um, you know, we, we, uh, we hang out, I go to the shop and, um, and hang out and, you know, we, we spend time together and, do stuff together so it's more of a it's more of a friendship than just a you know driver and crew chief so um i definitely you know give a lot of credit to him because um there's nights where you know i gotta um you know make up for a little bit of the race car but those nights are few and um that thing's always you know it's been really really good this year and uh it makes my job really easy when when that thing's as good as it's been so um yeah definitely Definitely try and give give credit to Shane. Well, and I, and I find that fascinating. It kind of dovetails into where I want to go and talk to a little bit as well. You've got Shane there, and he's in the here and now. He's the, the setup guy in the car. He's that guy that you, you and him working on the cars, you're at the shop, that brotherhood that you kind of described there. But then also you have two other guys, your dad, Ronnie, and yeah. Jason Myers that you can lean on as well. It has to be good to have not only the here and now with Shane, but a lot of depth of historical knowledge to lean on also. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, you know, without my dad and and uh Jason being there my whole whole career, I probably wouldn't wouldn't be where I am now. You know, I always say, you know, my learning curve has uh probably been sped up by by three or four years at least with 
with those two guys in my in my corner my whole career. So, um, you know, I, it's pretty cool to me that, um, you know, I can run the 14 and we can go win and do all this stuff. And then I can still go run, you know, my family car with my dad. And, um, you know, it could have been a year since we raced, but him and I just raced together for so long that we can just, you know, go race one night and usually click off a win or run top three. So, um, yeah, it's definitely cool that, um, to have my dad who is, you know, my crew chief on, on that car. And, uh, you know, he, he's my driver coach too. He's, he's pretty much everything. And, uh, it's cool to have, you know, him there with, uh, at the races every night alongside with Shane, um, as well. Cause they, they kind of get to bounce ideas off each other and, um, you know, we all, we all just work together and make it happen. Combination. Corey, we talk a lot on the show about how the West Coast sprint car scene is just uh, so competitive and it seems to be on the climb. I, I know you're fairly young and new to all of this, but what is the, the feel and the excitement like to have something like the, the fastest four nights and a new little speed week for you guys? Uh, it's really cool. Um, you know, the only speed week I've ever ran is back in micros. We had California speed week and then um, I ran the fast four days used to be in California in 2021. I ran mm-hmm. it with Carlton, um, but I didn't run it last year. So it was cool to cool to get up here and, um, you know, run four nights back to back to back. And, uh, you know, you get, you get, um, you get a little burnout, but racing, you know, back to back like that, you get, you get your car better and, um, you know, you learn things about, about racetracks and you know things you can do with the race car that you that you would have never known if you just you know raced every other weekend um so you know it's it's it was late nights all week you know drive to the track or car wash and then drive to the track and um but you know it it was definitely all worth it it was cool to have cool to have success like we did um especially you know i'd never been to southern oregon and i'd never been to roseburg um both those places turned out really good especially roseburg i i gave credit my interview but i'll give credit again uh you know those guys you know they had the track really good for i think it was only their sixth or seventh race um i mean it it took a little bit of rubber around the bottom but um you know for like i said for only the sixth or seventh race um at that place those guys got the track you know really really good for for 410 sprint cars i think so um yeah definitely a lot of credit to them for for getting that thing you know raceable for us um you know i'd been to willamette or willamette however you say it Um, (laughs) that was that was a debate and i have no idea what the answer is so (laughs) yeah i i don't know either but i'd been to that place and in 2021, uh, they, they ran the, uh, or we went and ran, my dad and I and our family car went and ran the, like, Oregon 360 Speed Week, and that place was on the list. And um, I had also ran Grace Harbor last year with the Outlaws. So, um, you know, get get back to places I was somewhat familiar with was was cool, too. Well, the Willamette really didn't turn out as great as, you know, it, it should have, I feel, but uh, you know, Grace Harbor was really, really good and racy, and um, it was, yeah, it was just cool to, to cool to get to different places. No doubt, that sounds like it. And yeah, um, 
up there in Roseburg, that's an old asphalt track. They used to, they used to run NASCAR West Series races and everything, oh, wow. and they made it a dirt track. And, uh, boy, I'll tell you what, that was really cool, mm-hmm. All-American Speedway. They've done a really nice job there. So I'm glad you mentioned that, Corey, and want to give them an attaboy. Okay, so now you've been to four different racetracks in four nights. Now, over the next five nights, you're going to be a one racetrack. Hopefully tonight, I know you're getting some weather out there, Skagit, and then you roll into the Dirt Cup. Just tell me about your past at Skagit, getting at one racetrack, and gearing up for uh, for the biggest race on the West Coast coming up this weekend. Yeah, um, you know, getting tonight in would definitely be ideal. I don't, I don't know if it's going to happen or not, but, um, you know, with these new tires this year, and, um, you know, I think they've done a little bit of work to to the surface at Skagit and put some new clay on it and maybe rebanked it. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll just have to see how, how we go there. We, I don't know. We've, we've been good there. Like last year, dirt, dirt cup, they ran a, ran a Tuesday night race like they're doing this year. And, um, we were really good. Didn't beat the 57, but no one could all week. Um, but, you know, I feel we were really good car wise. And then we kind of, kind of just struggled as the week went on. And, um, same thing, uh, at the outlaw show in in September there last year. So, um, I'm hoping this year we, we kind of figure it out a little more and, um, you know, get things, get things better. And, um, yeah, definitely tonight would be, would be ideal to get in, but I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. It's, it's raining pretty hard here. So, um, We'll just have to have to roll in there on Thursday and hopefully have a fast race car as soon as we unload. Well, if you if, if recent memory is any uh, any indication, you guys are pretty good on that as well. Corey, we appreciate the time. We love watching your story, love watching you develop as a young race car driver. Can't wait to see what you have this weekend and on throughout the balance of the season. Thanks for joining us here on Wing Nation. Yeah, thanks for having me. There we go. Corey Day joining us here on the program. Had a chance. Uh, I went out and saw... Um, King of the West at Ocean Speedway last year because I was out at Sonoma. Yeah. And uh, boy, I'm telling you what, he mentions his dad. Man, in talking with Ronnie, there's only one word to describe it, and that's proud. Yeah, I mean, it was so neat chatting with him and just watching him watch his boy. And I love that they get a chance to race together some. Yeah. I mean, it's great. Ronnie is there a lot of times with, or if not all the time, with uh, Jason's program, with their their program. But then when they do their own deal, too, I think that's really cool. Yeah. And uh, good stuff. And, man, Corey Day, woo, jot that name down, folks. Jot that name down. It is uh Something to watch for sure. We need to step away. When we come back, our good buddy Doug Johnson joins us from up in uh, Houston and Jackson. The Outlaws are headed back to the Pacific Northwest. Join us for three action-packed nights of racing August 31st, September 1st, and 2nd at Skagit Speedway when the world of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars return for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals. Kickoff for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals begins Wednesday, August 30th with a pre-race party, live band, Sage Fruit Apple giveaways, and more. Then catch Donnie Schatz and the rest of the world of Outlaws as they take on Washington's best sprint car drivers Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Details at SkagitSpeedway.com. The National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum's newest exhibit will be our track tribute to Williams Grove Speedway inside the museum's main floor from April 3rd through October 2nd this year. 
You'll learn about the beginning of Williams Grove Speedway and the evolution of sprint car racing on the East Coast through eight of the iconic big cars and sprint cars that made up the history of Mechanic Birds Pennsylvania's Williams Grove Speedway. Plus, you'll see videos of historic national open sprint car races and other racing events that put Williams Grove on the map. That's the track tribute to Williams Grove Speedway, featured April 3rd through October 2nd at the only museum in the world solely dedicated to sprint car racing, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville, Iowa. Welcome back. It is Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit. Let's go back to the Sage Fruit hotline. A man who is putting together one of the biggest parties in sprint car racing. (laughs) Uh, coming off a pretty good weekend as well, a buddy from uh, up at Houston and Jackson, Doug Johnson, joins us. Hello, Doug. How are you? I'm great, guys. How are you doing? We are doing well. Doug, I am. we are going to talk a lot about Houston's high banks, but I think last weekend what you guys did with this border, the border border battle between Jackson, then down to Knoxville, then back up to your Houston's. Man, what was the reaction to that? Because I love seeing it from sitting here afar. Well, I think it was pr- very positive. You know, um, 410 Sprint Car Racing in Jackson, um, that seems to draw people. You know, we've had a, we struggled there with, you know, some of our 360 shows and IMCA shows, but we had a great crowd. Um, you know, I thought we'd have a few more 410s, but, you know, there's just a lot going on right now. And we, we had really quality cars, you know, at Jackson on Friday night, and Mark Dobmeyer came away with a $10,000 win there. And, you know, and then the guys got to race at, at Knoxville for 10000 to win and then come back to Houston on Sunday night for another 10000 to win. Um, you know, our crowds were great all weekend, you know, and um, we're already playing. I've, I've been talking to John McCoy and, and Jason Reed here for the last month or so at Knoxville, and, and I'm going to kind of let the cat out of the bag. But I think what we're trying to do is, is try and get about three of those scheduled for next year. Wow. Where we would do a Jackson, Knoxville, Houston, you know, maybe once a month, um, you know, and I, I think the, the, it, it would, if we could get the money up like it was and, you know, have the turnout like we did, um, these guys can race here. They don't have to travel. They can sleep in their own bed and race for really good money, you know, and um, that's kind of our goal. And, uh, you know, I, I think this year was kind of a test. And like I said, I've been talking to Knoxville pretty extensively on this. And, um, you know, I, and we're working on some sponsorship deals to, to make it a little bit more lucrative uh, for the teams and have a, you know, maybe an overall point fund, something like that. So we got some things in the works uh, that I think we're hoping to announce here, you know, close to the end of the season. And, and so people can start planning for next year. Holy cow. I'm glad I'm glad I went off the, I'm yeah. glad I went off script and asked about that. Cause <laughs> I, I just think that I, I think it's great what you have this weekend coming up. The, the richest person in the history of the world of outlaws and everybody's coming and that's great. But I also think it's great that, your local racers there, and we talk about this in Pennsylvania. We've talked about it on the West Coast. It is really, really great. So kudos to you guys for that. I think that's awesome, um, and I can't wait, can't wait to hear how this thing goes. All right, but now, <laughs> this weekend, okay, I mean, you got the concession stands all lined up. You got the grass all mowed. Is everything ready to go at Houston's? <laughs> it's pretty close. We're painting walls at right now as we speak. Um, you know, everything will be shined up and and looking pristine when everybody shows up here tomorrow, but uh, you know, we still got some work to do. We got a fan fest coming up here this afternoon. Uh, you know, we got inflatables for the kids and you know, the a lot of the drivers are right now are heading to the golf tournament. The golf tournament's starting here in a little bit. Uh, you know, and and we've got uh, quite a few teams and fans playing in that. So, 
you know, like you said, we're just trying to make this a, a big event and give people something to do and, you know, get the drivers involved. I think right now, I think we got eight or 10 drivers that are playing in this. So that's really cool that, you know, fans get to golf with a world of outlaw sprint car driver. And, uh, so yeah, we're, we're close. We just got a few little touch up things to do yet, but, uh, it's coming along really nice. Doug, what is this all like for you as a promoter? We got to know you years back when you first took over Jackson, when Todd bought it, and you you brought that place from, I don't even want to say what I remember it from 15 years ago, to this beautiful facility, to the Jackson Nationals. Now you're at Houston's as well, and you have the High Bank Nationals with the richest person in World of Outlaw history. What is it like for you personally to go through this and to be at the level you're at now as a promoter? It's very, I would say, very, very satisfying. You know, it's it's a lot of hard work, but it, like I told, you know, Todd and, and these other guys, we couldn't do it without great people around us. You know, mm-hmm. we've got an awesome staff here at Houston. We've got an off, awesome team, you know, that in the office and at Jackson, and and it, it wouldn't be possible without all of that. You know, mm-hmm. and um, you know, somebody asked us like, well, what do we have to do to get a job at Houston? And and I keep telling people we don't have a lot of turnover. You know, very little turnover from, even from Jackson, you know, in the seven years, eight years now that, that I've been running that, it's, you know, a lot of the same people year after year, and, and you get that stability built, and it's just everybody knows what their job is. There's no gray area. I mean, they come, they do their job, and, and we all do well and succeed and move on, and, and that's what it's all about is having good people around you. So, um, you know, it's it's really cool to see, you know, like I said, the, the highest paying sprint car race in world of Allah history, you know, in my backyard is this is where I grew up going to races. And uh, it's going to be really cool to see here this weekend. Doug, I think another thing about this and Todd had talked about this last year, whether it was on stage there or somewhere, he had talked about this big paying sprint car races happen at half miles, Knoxville, Eldora, Williams Grove, Port Royal. Wait a minute at a bowling how important is that for you guys as well well i think it's huge and, and, and i think it really levels the playing field you know the guys don't come in have to come in here with a, a killer motor like you do so say at a, maybe a knoxville or a williams grove you know and i i think it gives our local guys you know a fighting chance and especially with our format with a with a six invert that we're doing on the qualifying nights and uh you know, it just gives these these local guys that and aren't professional racers, you know, a chance to compete. Um, they don't have to, you know, you still need the motor, don't get me wrong. But, um, you know, the, if you can qualify well, even, you know, like say on our, our little bull ring and, and set yourself up for the rest of the night, um, it goes for a long, long ways. And I think that's the key right now is, you know, just to, to give these guys, a, you know, that, that don't race professionally, that race around here for our weekly shows, a chance. You know, to know that they can compete, um, I think it's huge for to keep building, you know, our local teams. I mean, we're in our third full season now with 410 racing here at Houston. And, you know, our numbers this year, I mean, I think we've had one night where we've been under 30 cars, you know. So that's pretty shows how strong our weekly field is, too. Doug, we've talked a lot about the record purse, but we haven't talked about uh, how last year's race ended. To yeah. me, it was arguably one of the best races ever. What is the what have the numbers been like this year? Have you seen an increase in motorhomes and pre-sales? And what has that been like? Because to me, it's certainly it's it's one on the calendar that everyone has circled now. Yeah, absolutely. You're absolutely correct there. And I mean, our, our ticket sales have been phenomenal. Um, you know, our campground is is now sold out again after we added 20 more sites here just a couple weeks ago. 
Um, you know, and, and Todd and I and our whole team, is, we're talking and looking, um, you know, where we can add more camping. You know, we've got – he's got some uh, property across the, to the west of the Speedway now that uh, he acquired about a year ago, and we're looking to develop that and, you know, um, make that into parking and, and eventually camping as well. So, um, you know, this just the continued growth, I think, that we've seen after last year's event knowing that we can get more people in here. And, you know, eventually, I think if, if we can get to a point where we can sell this out, I mean, Todd will definitely spend the money to, to put in more bleachers, you know, and, and more stands. So um, that's the cool thing about working for a guy like him. You know, he's going to continue to invest in this facility and this event and, and everything just to make it bigger and better. And um, that's, what, that's what keeps me going every day. I can imagine. What a thrill. What a thrill, that's for sure. Final question for you, and more important than all of that, more important than the border battle, more important than the High Banks National, how is your son Caleb's racing going? Um, He started off really well, and uh, they've had some motor problems that have kind of set him back here the last couple weeks. And, uh, you know, he's he's concentrating more on 410 stuff. Uh, They still got one 360 and ran a few. They ran a show at Jackson and going to run a, you know, a few of the bigger 360 shows coming up, but, um, you know, it's, I told them that, you know, it's, it's a sophomore blues of coming here in the second season and, you know, you just, you got to fight through it. And, and, you know, he's, he's bound determined to, to keep running Knoxville and Houston's weekly and, and get laps. And, uh, you know, the, the cool thing is, you know, he's doing it on his own with his buddies and, you know, they're learning along the way. And, and, um, you know, I, I don't have time anymore to really help him out with the race car stuff. I mean, but, uh, you know, just to see him grow as, as a driver and, and as a person, it's, it's really cool to see your, your son be able to do that and live out his dream. And, you know, I mean, no, eventually he wanted to, to maybe do this as a, as a career, but, uh, you know, it's come to the realization that he's got a pretty good job in Sioux Falls and, you know, that pays the bills and, uh, you know, the racing is kind of, you know, kind of more of a hobby now. And, uh, you know, he's, he's making the most of it. I love it. I love it. We've, we've enjoyed so much. Uh, we get getting to meet him through meeting you and it's kind of like, we've been following his journey as well. He's yeah. like, uh, like a surrogate son as you well, just following along with him. <laughs> well, Doug, I'll tell you, uh, uh we're going to miss being up there this year. We really have always enjoyed it. We're going to be following along on dirt vision and we certainly wish you the best with all the festivities, all the events, and all the racing action. And thanks for joining us here on Wing Nation. You bet. We're going to miss you guys, and hopefully we get you back soon. And uh, hope to talk to you soon. That's it. Sounds good. Thanks, Doug. Doug Johnson joining us there on the program. What a show that is going to be. What, uh, man, I'll tell you what. I cannot imagine Me how bonkers that's going to be. After last year's race yeah. with Sheldon. I mean, that was. I just, love that racetrack. Yeah, and that racetrack. It is like, I mean, it's cliche, but it's so cool to see where it was, what, four or five years ago. Yeah. To now it's one of the we, biggest races. In yeah. The I mean, it's what, what, and then, and then you even hear that, that, uh, border battle. Yeah. To talking about three or four times or once a month. It's like, man, oh man, what Todd and Doug and everybody have done up there yeah. is unreal. We know, the, the thing of it is, is we know Knoxville is Knoxville, but but when you had Jackson not around and Houston's in and out with yeah. that crazy guy that was running it before Todd and everything else, you had Knoxville kind of on an island. And now this is just lifting everything everybody, up yeah, out there. Because a lot of people used to go and spend the summer in Knoxville and run Houston Sunday. And then when Houston's kind of went away... You didn't. Some people weren't interested in going just for one Knoxville. Night a week. Yeah. So now, now, now you look at this. Now you look yeah. at this. They do the border battle. And to his point, um, 
Friday night, um, I was listening to Justin Fiedler. World of Outlaws at Beaver Dam had 24 cars on yeah. Friday night because there was a lot going on. Yeah. You had in the region, you had World of Outlaws yeah. at Beaver Dam. You had the big race at Jackson. Well, and then you had Ohio Speed Ohio Week. Ohio Speed you Week had, there. Yeah. You didn't draw anybody out of that area. Um, there was there was a couple other 410 races down in the Missouri area. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's great. But I think what also happens is, is like you take this battle of the border and you make it three or four times a year, all of a sudden you start to suck some cars out of out yep. of the other areas, the, the the fringes of the Midwest. Yep. I'm just, it's so exciting what's happening there. Really, truly is. We appreciate Doug joining us here on the program. We need to step away. More Wing Nation in just a moment. The Outlaws are headed back to the Pacific Northwest. Join us for three action-packed nights of racing August 31st, September 1st, and 2nd at Skagit Speedway when the world of outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars return for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals. Kickoff for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals begins Wednesday, August 30th with a pre-race party, live band, Sage Fruit Apple giveaways, and more. Then catch Donnie Shots and the rest of the world of outlaws as they take on Washington's best sprint car drivers Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Details at SkagitSpeedway.com. Dirt Empire Magazine is the ultimate dirt track racing only magazine in the world. Featuring interviews, opinions, event photos, tech, and 100% racing action. Each issue includes late models, modified sprint cars, and more. Big event photos from the best photographers in the sport. And great one-on-one interviews with the top drivers as well as grassroots racers. Pick up a copy of Dirt Empire Magazine today at select tractor supply stores or other area retailers. Or get your subscription today at DirtEmpireMagazine.com. Man, oh man! Empire Magazine is the ultimate dirt track racing only magazine in the world. Oh, I'm talking over a commercial. There we go. Oh, Gregor, mash the button. There we go. (laughs) Mash the right button. It is all good. Um, I'm telling you what, I am so pumped about the sprint car. What we're seeing in this Mm -hmm. sprint car world right now, it's just it's so good right now with everything from West Coast, Pennsylvania. if, If we haven't, God forbid, we haven't talked about Central Pennsylvania in a week and a half. Guess what's coming up? Yeah. Speed weeks where someone will do something stupid and we will, the the the, the interwebs and the social medias and the Twitter machines will blow up <laughs> by Saturday afternoon at two o'clock. It'll be yeah. in fuego. Um, it's, it's crazy. So I love where we're at with the sprint car world. And it's like you have this region and, oh, yeah, you think this region is good. Look at this region. Yeah. And, oh, you think this region is good. Look at this region. And, boy, what it's doing is it's building everybody up. You throw in high limits to midweek races. You got the world of outlaws is just knocking it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if you were to say, I'm going to sit down and watch a bad world of outlaw race, they would have to refund you the money. They would just have to say, we can't sell you a bad race. Yeah. I mean, it's just been that good. It's true. Yeah, the racing has been so good. Uh, it's great. Great stuff. National Sprint Car Hall of Fame birthday calendar later this week. Your buddy, Speedy Aww. Bill Smith. Um, Billy uh, Wilkinson, Doug Ald. Today would have been the birthday of 2003 inductee Clarence Mutt Anderson. He was born in 1950. He started racing motorcycles, but that was too dangerous. So he went to roadsters and sprint cars. Uh, he owned a lot of cars. Listen to this list of drivers. A.J. Foyt, Bobby Unser, Johnny Rutherford, Bill Vukovic, Roger McCluskey. That ain't a bad no, list of guys to to shoe your cars. With McCluskey, they were the 1966 uh, National Midget Champion. Then he went to work for Andy Granatelli and Andy Cars and also worked as a NASCAR USAC, uh, or a USAC technical inspector. 
And he is a member of the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum, one sprint car place in Knoxville, Iowa. All right. Talked a lot about this one um, with Doug. The World of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars, the second annual BillionAuto.com, Houston's High Banks Nationals, presented by Menards. This just, as much as we're talking about the $250,000, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, $20,000 to win shows. Prelim night. Prelim night. $20,000. Win a prelim night. Ah, I just won that little prelim night. That's all right. Oh, that, you take that twenty grand to the bank, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, and then Saturday, $250,000 to win. Um, and I just think this is great. Um, we just talked to Corey Day, Nart King of the West, the Jim Raper Memorial Dirt Cup at Skagit, 30 through Friday, uh, Thursday, Thursday through Friday, Thursday and Friday, prelim nights. Saturday, 62 thousand dollars to win okay three years ago we're watching jim allen and brent kading and these guys roll with this king of the west series and say guess what guys in three years time you're going to have a race that pays sixty two thousand dollars to win yeah there ain't no way on the planet anyone's buying that no, no way on the planet anyone's buying that and now they have it and and, and granted it's tied into skagit because they've all got involved and got up there yeah. And this, I mean, this is this is bonkers what's happening out there. Uh, going to be a great field of cars, all the West Coast stars. I know Zeb, Zeb Wise is headed out there. Of course, mm-hmm. he drives Kevin Rudine's car, the Rudine car, and Kevin's involved out there. But to Kevin and, and Peter Murphy and Brent Kading <laughs> and Jim Allen yeah. and everybody out there, a tip of the cap. Yes. I, I mean, I hope, I hope that at 4 o'clock on Saturday afternoon, they're having to tell people at Skagit, sorry, we've got standing room only seats, yeah. that sort of thing. I just I just want this thing to be so successful for everybody involved out there, and especially the racers, no doubt. And then we just referenced this. Oh, here we go. Pennsylvania Speed Weeks, Friday night, Williams Grove, eight grand to win. Saturday night, the Kevin Gobrek Memorial, ten thousand ninety-two to win at Lincoln. Sunday at BAPS, Monday at Lincoln, Tuesday at Grandview, and we'll get through the rest of it. <laughs> Because we'll be back on. Because air we'll be back soon. on the air before this thing ends. <laughs> they're running. No, they're running eleven nights. They're running because they're running through. Because the way the fourth falls, Fort Royal ends it on the third next wow. Monday. So Friday, it's usually yeah. a lot of times they'll go Friday to Saturday or Friday to Sunday. Pennsylvania's going Friday to Monday. Of course. Yeah. Well, of course, exactly. Um, Sealands Grove has a date in there. I mean, and then I was reading this in Area Auto Racing News. It's like. There, we we mentioned eight grand to win and eight grand to win at Bass. I think there's three eight grand to win races, and everything is north of that. There's a fifteen. There's a twenty. There is all kinds of bonus money. I mean, yeah. they have um, the, the Alan Kreitzer and his group. I mean, they've they have gone to every business in Central Pennsylvania and everything from a soda pop to a couple grand. Yeah, everybody is involved in this thing, and it's going to be just berserk. It really is. And we know it's central Pennsylvania, so there's going to be the invader crowd coming yeah. in. We know somebody's going to do something stupid, which is going to get Danny Dietrich on social <laughs> media. And it might be Danny doing something stupid, which will get him on social media. And that's all right. Love Danny. They're going to get on social media. And I said, two, I said 2 o'clock on Saturday, there's other races. By 2 o'clock on Monday, yeah, yeah. the sprint car world as we know it will be on fire with, did you see what happened at BAPS? Did you see what happened at Lincoln? What's going to happen tonight? Yeah. Because they weave a story in Pennsylvania oh, better yeah. than anybody else. There's always a good video coming There's out of a, a good, pit yeah. area incident. It, or... <laughs> exactly. I mean, this is, I mean, 
Pennsylvania Speed Week is just, I mean, I, I swear to God, I, I, I need to check on this. I played the lottery yesterday, and I played the lottery again today. If I won the lottery, I'm just, I won't be here next week. I'm just going, I'm going to rent a bus and just go do Pennsylvania Speed Week. Because I'm telling you, I cannot imagine more fun. And I know there's oh, a lot gosh. of people doing it. Yeah. I know there's a lot of people doing it. I cannot imagine more fun than just picking up and bouncing from track to track and getting absorbed in sprint car racing and not paying attention to anything else in the world, in the world. and just going and doing and racetrack food and cold beers afterward <laughs> and lousy breakfast the next morning and get ready to go do it again. I mean, it just sounds spectacular. Steve, I've got a better idea. What's that, Craig? So if you win the lottery. Yes. And instead of like just bouncing around to track to track, I think that we start a team. We've got a driver. There's your co-host. Oh, geez. you buy the car. Find a you know pay a lot of money to a good crew chief. That's a lot of work. And let's do that's it, Craiger. That's a come lot on. of work. That's come on, with work. all these payouts though, come on. It's too much work though, Craig. No, we don't need the payouts. He we, won no, the lottery. No, we just need to keep the cooler stocked. Is all we need to do. That's all. The that'll be my job. job. That's the, my job. The, well, it's fine. You're welcome to come along as well. <laughs> then that makes my job half easier. You drive the motorhome. Yeah, I'll drive the motorhome. Stock the beer. You make I mean, the you cook the grub. And I'll, yeah, okay, fine. Well, Craig Gregor's a good cook. Okay, yeah, I'm good I'm with saying. that. No, I, you know, Gregor, I don't want to poo-poo your idea about the sprint car team, but I certainly would encourage you to participate in other roles. We don't need the sprint car team. That's work. We could put your face on the wing. No, we don't need that. Oh, That's that'd be that. awesome. So we're trying Come to get on. people in the stands, not run people out of the stands, Craig. Jeez, God. I mean, you, we got kids at these racetracks. We don't want to scare the damn kids. True. Yeah, All right, fine. Exactly. So, uh, Ixnay... On the team, yeah, boy, on the cooler and grill. Yeah. So there you go, Craiger. Okay, we'll take care of it. We'll get, now that we got that solved, there's only one little detail missing, that lottery ticket. Um, it is going to be good. Pennsylvania Speed Week is just, it is the, I, I said yesterday on the, sh- on the show, Ashley and I recorded a show yesterday, the high holy days of sprint car racing is headed to central Pennsylvania. Yeah. Because it is just, I mean, I just, and the thing of it is, is you just don't know what's going to happen. No. Which is why you tune in. I mean, someone new is going to win, someone old is going to get hot, someone old is going to struggle, two guys that like each other are going to get into a fight, two guys that hate each other are going to be agreeing that the promoter screwed him on something. I mean, it's just going to be, it's just going to be beautiful is what it's going to be. It's going to be beautiful. (laughs) Pennsylvania Speed Week starts Friday night at Williams Grove Speedway. All right. Man, oh, man, I'm pumped up about that. I did play last night, too, by the way. And look at the number. Could be the winner. You'd be sitting on it right now. I could now. be sitting right now. I could be sitting right here right now. And uh, instead of sipping water out of the sage fruit cup, I'd be sipping straight vodka. That's right, exactly. <laughs> straight vodka. Um, this week, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. on our Wing Nation program presented by Sage Fruit, AJ Flick, and he was spectacular. Talked about roller coasters, oh, turtles, oh, and race cars. Interesting. He is, he was. So good. That is coming up. That is Wednesday night on Rev, 8.30 p.m., Friday on MAV, 12.30 p.m., and just really, really good stuff. Now, speaking of the high holy days, the high holy days of T-shirt sales is coming up as well Mm -hmm. because Justin Peck and Tom Book Motorsports are going to be doing the whole thing. Shopwingnation.com, or you can see them wherever they go racing, and they go racing a lot. So you can get your Wing Nation gear. No doubt. So fun, fun stuff. Fun show, that's for sure. Man, I love I love I love Corey Day's story and just such a cool guy. And then our buddy Doug Johnson, really, really good. Good yeah, stuff. Very good. Good stuff. You um travel well over the next couple of weeks. It'll be Thank a couple of weeks before you're back. Uh we have a holiday in there, so we're trying to figure out what we're gonna do on the fourth of July. 
and uh, that'll be the day after Speed Weeks. We'll probably be just uh, mocking the rubble that is Central Pennsylvania's sprint car world and uh, debriefing on that. But um, uh, we're uh, we're looking forward to uh, looking forward to uh, some great great stuff coming up in the sprint car world. She's Aaron Everham. I'm Steve Post, and we appreciate you for joining us this time on Wing Nation, presented by Sage Fruit. This season, Toyota Racing is looking for jugglers. Uh-huh. Not the ones who toss balls or rings. Fans that can juggle the rigors of a 10-month-long season across many different racing circuits. Well, what if I added knives? What if you added GR Cup, Formula Drift, and off-road racing? If you can juggle it all, then we want you. Be part of the action at toyota.com racing. Toyota, let's go places. Formula Drift is a registered trademark of Formula Drift's holdings, LLC.